Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. And this is what makes me crazy about the progressive railing against Donald Trump, because it's just as nonsensical as the Trump supporters. When's the last time you called someone names and they went, oh, I see your point. You're right. (laughs) I am being an idiot. Thank you so much. Has that ever happened in your entire life? Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. We start today's episode with another student advocating for an idea that they consider to be untrue, and this one's a doozy. So why are we doing this? Why are you about to hear someone make an argument in favor of a flat earth? It's because I want you to understand that what we were taught about the value of strong convictions is misleading. Being convicted in your beliefs and being willing to advocate for them passionately isn't necessarily a sign of strong character or even intelligence. If you're rigidly stuck in one point of view, a point of view that you likely developed as a child before you were even conscious of having a point of view, then you'll just keep butting up against reality until inevitably you either continue to suffer or surrender. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open the podcast app, view the full description of this episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Now let's start the show. I'd like to share my uh, wonderful flat earth conspiracy. Oh, I'm so glad, Griston. Make a case for the flat earth. All right. Um, Are logical fallacies off limits? Or if some of the major arguments for it are fallacious, should I stick to those? You want to use... No, no. Whatever the strongest case you can make... Yeah, if you want to use logical fallacies and assert them as truth, that's just going to give us more... It will give us more interesting things to talk about. So you give us your strongest case, fallacious fallacies and all. Okay. Well, let's preface it then with the fact that NASA's budget this year is $19.9 billion. So they clearly have a distinct interest in uh, maximizing their their money um, at whatever cost it might be. So uh, let's just dismiss any of their photos or arguments. I mean, for one thing, when you look at their space photos, you'll see the cloud patterns stay static. We see the clouds move when you look up in the sky. Why don't we see it when we look down at the sky? Because they're doctored. They're photoshopped. Look out at the horizon. Perfectly flat, right? You don't see a curve. That's true at ground level. That's true at 10,000 feet. That's true from an airplane. The horizon always appears flat to us. If you think about the Earth's rotation, why is it that if I throw a ball up in the air, I don't have anything to demonstrate with. If I throw a ball up in the air, it falls right back down into my hand. (laughs) If we're spinning at, what, 17,000 miles an hour, why doesn't it go flying off to the 
but we rotate to the west. By a similar token, if I fly up in a helicopter, why can't I just hover, let the Earth rotate beneath me and land where I want to be? Why is it when we land, shoot, um, excuse me, when we we take off an airplane, when we take off in an airplane, it's the same going west as it is going east. We don't have to worry about the Earth rotating because it doesn't. It's flat and static. Um, back to the cloud thing. If you look up at the sky, we don't see the bottom of a cloud curving. It's flat. Everything, everything we look at is flat. Let's see. Oh, this one was great. Um, the Earth's circumference, according to NASA, is about 25,000 miles, uh, 24,800, something like that. So if you just use the map, the Pythagorean theorem states that... Uh, a squared plus b squared equals c squared. So we can take the radius of the Earth and look at how far across the surface of the Earth we're going and calculate pretty easily that for every mile you go across the surface of the Earth, the um, you'll be 8 inches lower than where you started, uh, about 0.6 feet. So... Why do we not have to take that into account when we're building large projects like the Panama Canal, the Bering Strait? You think that we have to account for some curvature in our constructing materials, but we don't. Land surveyors don't account for the curvature of the earth. Concrete layers don't account for the curvature of the earth. It never plays into construction. If it's the significant, eight inches is a, it's a large... And if you think about being this far from where you start... Eight inches over how much? One mile. Over a mile, okay. But we don't see that and we don't need to account for it because it's not there. For every mile you go out, you're exactly where you start. And my last point here, uh, keeping on the math and physics point, is that the Earth is allegedly 4.6 billion years old, right? So over that whole time, we've continued to spin. That violates, I think that's the second law of thermodynamics, that the energy in the system remains constant without external forces. So we're using energy to spin. How is Earth this gigantic perpetual motion machine? The Earth can't spin for 4.6 billion years without any external energy. Exactly. It just doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Anything else? Uh, I'm sure I could throw some more in there, but um, let's leave it at that. Terrific. What was it like to prepare that case? Thank you. Well, initially, um, a little over a week ago, a week and a half ago, as I was putting it together, it was maddening. Uh, (laughs) It was enraging. I was fighting every step of, of actually committing these pieces of evidence to paper because they're so contrary to what actually is you can i can tear down almost all of these i'm not intelligent or knowledgeable enough to tear down all of them effectively Mm -hmm. but i I got over that i think after last week um i'd say got through it what did you get through i got through that attachment to other people's ignorance um i was i was stuck on being angry about what they believe which is just a waste of my energy and yeah. a waste of my my time. That if I want to 
debate with these people and try to change their mind, great, up until a point that they're um, too stuck in their, their ways and it becomes, you know, a waste of my time. But I'm, I'm spending my energy on strangers on the internet who <laughs> believe this stuff and they're not affecting me or my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the misinformation is a little bit dangerous, but if I can't do anything about it, why be mad about it? Yeah. I'll do what I can. And, you know, this uh, family that my wife and I are friends with are deep into this stuff. And if it comes up, you know, we, yeah, actually we have kind of given up on it, but (laughs) for a while there, we were trying to tear down their arguments and say, well, that doesn't make sense. Here's why that's false. Here's why here's the math to prove it. Here's the experiment that shows, you know, uh, for example, the FOCO, uh, I'm having trouble with my words today. The FOCO pendulum proves the earth is round based on the way that it changes direction around the, the spin of the earth. Um, we've got all kinds of experiments that prove most of the stuff false, but, but they weren't, they weren't listening to the facts. So it's pointless to argue with them. Yeah, exactly. And that's what happens when you try to assert objective truth to subjective truth like that without meeting it where it is. And, and when there's no agreement that, you know, they're going to be listening to, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's no agreement on critical thinking, like in most of, of social media. What I loved about your case was how based it was in in empirical in experience, you know, it's like the construction one was my favorite. Why we don't account for the curvature of the earth when we build things, uh, even big things. That that was my favorite because it's it's it, it's an appeal to experience, like you know, and that's a really powerful argument that's really useful in a lot of situations. Do you experience? Do you experience the earth as being curved? You know, no, right? We, we like you don't. Might as well be flat for we experience it yeah exactly and so that's the 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 relative truth of that is we relate to the earth as being flat in most of our daily lives right when we're when we go for a walk we don't you know account for when we were walking we're not like oh am i walking down am i walking up we're not we don't we don't think about it we think about the relative hills not the actual curve of the earth Mm. so it's a well done and what I what I loved, you know, what you said was um, really important to highlight. I think, and that is that we were conditioned to think that having quote strong beliefs, being convicted in your beliefs, and advocating for them passionately, is what makes a you know strong human being. That's what character is. That's what intelligence is. And the argument I would make is no. I think the ability to do that is important, but I think what makes a stronger human being is the ability to advocate for any point of view. This is what lawyers do. The reason lawyers are so good at arguing is because in law school, they're having to pick apart and make many arguments, hundreds, maybe thousands over three years. They're constantly making arguments, analyzing arguments, finding holes in arguments, because you know what? Law is not about what's true. It's about who can make the best case. Now, whether it should be that way or not is a whole other story, but being able to make a good case, that's what it's about. And if you're stuck in one point of view, then you can't make a good case for alternative points of view. So the and here that I'm advocating for is have 
a instead of have if you have a grip on your point of view then you can't make cases for alternative points of view but if you hold your point of view with an open hand then you can what that requires what you and, and peter have both been speaking to with all this emotion that comes up what i would say is part of what that emotion is is the mind as identity going yeah but 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 it doesn't want to let go and be flexible because it thinks well this belief is who i am and this belief is who i am is the reason why more people have been killed in the name of god than anything else because a mature person imagine you know thousands of years ago or you know yeah not even not thousands a thousand years ago two people meet you know walking along a trade trail and one person says you know hello how are you what is what is the nature of god to you and the person says x and then first person well what is it to you and the person says y and then they decide to fight about it physically <laughs> and then there are people's fight about it like what you only fight for beliefs you're afraid are not true let me say that again you only fight for beliefs you're afraid are not true why would you fight for it in 20 seconds of thinking you can see why the flat earthers think the earth is flat why the trump supporters support trump why the obama supporters support obama if you, all you got to do is ask a few questions and look and see what the why is behind whatever the belief is it makes perfect sense it's not accidental it started when they were born so it makes no sense to fight against that see the backfire effect right what happens when you confront people with truths that and this is what makes me crazy about the progressive railing against donald trump because it's just as nonsensical as the trump supporters in context it's just as nonsensical i want to say when's the last time you called someone names and they went oh i see your point you're right <laughs> i am being an idiot thank you so much has that ever happened in your entire life right and if it did it would be because there were a bunch of factors supporting it to actually happen right It never works that way. So it's insane. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com/review and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.